0: Welcome to another episode of the Money and Business Hero podcast, where we talk about the three pillars of financial success, money mindset, money management, and money making. My name is Florian Fritz, and my guest today is Patty Handy. And after spending a combined 20 years as a financial advisor and a mortgage advisor, and having countless conversations with women, she decided to pursue her dream of financial coaching for women. And well, as you might already know, financial coaching is something I'm very interested in. So great to have you here. Welcome to the show, Patty.
1: Thank you, Florian, I appreciate you having me.
0: So first of all, how did you get into finances? Let's let's start there. What made you a financial advisor?
1: Well, uh, way back in the day out of college, I went into investment banking right out of college and uh, was in corporate financial banking in different capacities. And then I had my son. And, uh, at the time I was working at a bank, which then closed their doors and I was about eight months pregnant. So I decided just to enjoy my pregnancy and then have my child. And I was with him. Um, and then at 18 months old, I went through a divorce and I did not want to go back to corporate America and have him in daycare all day. So I decided to get into the mortgage lending world and became a mortgage advisor, which allowed me to work at home and had some flexibility with my schedule. I could be a full-time mom, take them to schools when that time came and all that good stuff and did that for many, many years. Um, And then I decided that the mortgage lending world was uh, very transactional and I really wanted a deeper relationship with my clients. So I pivoted to financial planning and I became a financial advisor, got on my licenses and did all that stuff. Um really enjoyed that work, but um come to have uh, you know, come to terms, I guess I should say, with the reality that um women were were just not as confident confident or as comfortable with finances. And I had, you know, as you mentioned in the in the intro, so many conversations with ladies, both as a mortgage advisor and a financial advisor, um, where, you know, husbands typically took care of the money. They just didn't have the, you know, the confidence. They didn't have the need to necessarily learn. And the um, common theme was overwhelm and fear and embarrassment and shame. And I just kept hearing this over and over again. And in, in my role as an advisor, um, I wanted to take a deeper dive into the um, relationship with that and I really couldn't do that as an advisor so I left my firm and I went on my own and I did the financial coaching route which I'm doing now and and um, really enjoying the deeper conversations um created a course and do group coaching um, but now I'm able to help ladies you know with more education and more life coaching which is kind of a combination of what financial coaching is
0: Okay, so I was going to ask you what's the difference for you between a financial planning, financial advisory, and financial coaching.
1: So financial advising is more um, managing assets that they have, you know, with our firm, and we do a lot of well, we did a lot of tax strategy, you know, tax planning. But the biggest thing was that you know, there's no assets that I manage as a coach. As a coach, I am not advising per se. I am educating and I am not telling them what to do with their money. I'm not telling them, I'm educating them as to options, what there is out there, and then they can make their own decision on how to diversify their portfolio. And if they want to rebalance their portfolio and what that means, Um, I educate them on different tax strategies and when they can take advantage of those. Um, at the end of the day, they want to connect with their CPA to do, you know, some of this stuff. And in some cases, if if it's a complicated, you know, situation, I will encourage them to hire a financial advisor. Um, I'm actually teaming up with several advisors, because what I do complements what they do, because they're not having these, you know, behavioral conversations, they're not going into the money mindset, they're not going into these pieces that, um, you know, needs to be addressed. They're just talking about the mechanics of money, and that's where we are, um, sort of a yin yang kind of, you know, relationship.
0: Okay. So now you're more educating and, and life coaching, financial life coaching. Yes. And the financial advisor is more the, the technical, they do it for you.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Okay, great. Now you said, uh, you mentioned a couple of those, uh, struggles people, or especially women have, uh, overwhelm when it comes to finances. What do you find? What are, are the greatest challenges?
1: Yeah, it seems the greatest challenge is, well, their greatest fear is um, they don't want to run out of money. They're just fearful. They don't understand like the the financial plan overall. They don't understand the, um, the roadmap, if you will. So the common fears I'm hearing are, I don't want to be a burden to my kids. I don't know that I will run out of money. I'm not sure what that looks like. Um... I don't know that I'm going to have enough to pay my bills. I don't know what to do with my assets. If they have a settlement, they have assets. I don't know how to diversify these. I don't know what to invest in. I don't understand mutual funds. I don't understand any of that. Um, I've had conversations with ladies, you know, in tears, just overwhelmed with, I don't even know where to begin. And so it's a lot of that just... They never learned it in school. They didn't learn it at home. Their husbands took care of it. And now they're suddenly dealing with this situation. In addition to being emotionally distraught from either losing their spouse from a passing or a divorce. And, um, you know, you can't make great decisions when you're in that mental state, you've got to kind of get righted up after you've gone through that. Um, and then you can make those financial decisions, but uh yeah, it's just, it's a really you know it, it's just being comfortable with with managing money. It's just the overarching theme of I don't really know where to start, and I I'm just i'm'm I'm afraid,
0: okay. and those husbands who took care of it didn't really know what they were doing either, right
1: <laughs> that, That's a whole other conversation, but yeah that's <laughs> I've seen that as well, yes,
0: most of the time, right? So yeah. what do you advise them? how do you how do they start? How do they get over that?
1: Well, it's it's a it's a roadmap, and it's you start at the beginning. You first of all, I say you know, give yourself some grace, give yourself some you know, self care and love, and realize that um, you know you're ta- you're now taking responsibility for your funds, and you're learning, and that's great. Um, but give yourself some grace. I love that. There's a lot of self judgment, a lot of self you know, I should know better and that self-language and self-talk is not healthy for them to move forward. So we talk about, you know, the self-care piece and then we talk about the money mindset piece and we go into how important that is. That's the foundation for our financial health is really getting that mindset you know, on track and understanding why we do what we do with our, with our money. And then it's this education. You know, I talk about my, my program kind of incorporates this, but it's, it's the um, education about getting your credit uh, back on track. If that was hurt in the, in the divorce, Um, how to buy a home on your own, what does the lenders look for when it comes to buying a, a home Um, and then there's the education about just the investing and, you know, what is a mutual fund? What is an ETF? What is, you know, what are some of these basics without using, without using that jargon, um, and lingo that you hear a lot and that's confusing. So, um, not to be, um, in any, you know, way at all, um, talking down to anybody, but I, Keep it very simple, almost like I'm talking to a fourth grader, just to simplify the information. It's not because I don't think that they can handle it. It's just that I don't want them to be so overwhelmed with all the technology of the, you know, the what's happening in the financial world. But it's um it's all about simplicity. I want to keep it as simple as possible so they can understand it. Um and I tell them too, if you know you're trying to, if you're being sold a product. Um, whether it's an insurance product or an annuity or some other kind of financial product that you don't understand, that you can't turn around and talk to a fourth grader about and teach to a fourth grader, you shouldn't invest in that product because you don't fully understand the mechanics of it. And there are so many moving parts and mechanics to these different products, and they're always changing, that um, they become dangerous and expensive if you don't know what you're doing on that. So um, I'm just, again, keeping it you know, simple, the foundational education. Um, and it's just one step at a time. It doesn't happen overnight. You know, they've, they've got to be patient with themselves and, 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 and the process.
0: Okay. I like that. Be patient. Don't be too hard on yourself.
1: Yes. And yes. education. Yes.
0: So, uh, what's your, what How should they, or what mistakes are people may, women making when managing their money and what should they do better?
1: Uh, I I think the mistakes come into play when and I can speak to this personally um making a decision without fully understanding something and making a decision in a, a an emotionally uh, charged place and I had kind of touched on that a little bit earlier. Um, so in my marriage, I was the one who took care of the money. I was the one who managed it and invested and my ex-husband didn't understand anything and he just knew I did so you know you go for it and I did and it was fine. Um, and, and yet when I went through my divorce and I was dealing with life after divorce and raising my, you know, toddler, um, I did some things that I knew better, you know, I made some bad decisions and it was because of being in that emotionally distraught kind of mindset. I was not in a clear mind. I, um, you know, made some costly mistakes that, um, again, I look back on and I go, I, I knew better. Why did I do that? But but you know, like I said, I gave myself grace and I just I, I move on and you learn from those lessons and, and you move forward, right? Um if I stayed in that angry self-talk of oh my gosh, you're such an idiot, that, that doesn't serve anybody, right? That doesn't help anybody do anything. So um, you know, again, some of the mistakes are just doing something that um making a financial decision in a in a in a in a in a, in a place where you're not um in a in a place where you really shouldn't be making that decision. If you're still trying to come up to, for air in in dealing with a divorce, or if you lost your spouse, that is not the time to decide on on you know buying a product that you don't understand.
0: Hmm. Okay. Great. So be in an emotional calm or neutral state. If yes. You make financial decisions.
1: Yes. Yes. Being a, being a place where um, you're you know you're out of the fog you know, the first few months you're just a fog. And, Mm. and, and when I can speak for myself again, you know, with my divorce, um, it it just, it's, you know, you're, you're a mess. You're just a mess. And that is not the time to be making, you know, big financial decisions.
0: Mm. Okay. Great. So how important is it, is your way of thinking your money mindset? Uh, how important do you think is that how you think? Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah. Huge, huge. That could be an entire episode on its own. Right. Um, the 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 money mindset, <laughs> yes, I know you understand that. <laughs> the money the money mindset is is truly the foundation. And um we have these beliefs, and I and I and I again, this can be a whole conversation, but you know, from a very high level, if if we have this belief system and this tape recorder playing in our subconscious mind that um you know, a place of scarcity, a place of fear, a place of lack, which was programmed into us from birth to age eight. Um, that's playing in our in, in our subconscious mind. And if if that's what we're living from, if that's how we identify ourselves, um, being scarce, being fearful, that's what we're going to attract. That's what we're going to continue to manifest in our, in our life. But if we come from a place of um empowerment and confidence and yes, you know what? Money is everywhere. Money is just a piece of paper and it's abundant and there's opportunities everywhere. There's possibilities everywhere. We can, if we're open to, to learning and open to growing, then we can absolutely, you know, there's no reason why we can't just flourish in, in life. Um, that's having an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset. So, having that correct mindset. Um, and again, it's going to be a little bit more challenging after a divorce or in the middle of a divorce, or if you've lost your spouse, cause you're not all there, but once you come out of that fog, um, and if you have that mindset of abundance and that, then that mindset of, um, you know what, I do have what it takes to absolutely make this happen. Um, then that is going to be a, a huge difference in your outcome, um, from, as, as opposed to if you had this scarcity mindset. And again, that can be an entire episode, but that's sort of high level.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, it sounds great, but not so easy, right? For how to add that scarcity mindset to that abundance mindset, if if you can sum it up in just a couple of sentences and to not make a whole episode out of it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so very high level, you have to basically identify what those false limiting beliefs are, you know, write those out and and determine what it is that's going on in your in your mind, like what do you identify with, and then poke holes in them, show that they're not true, show that they're not they're just limiting beliefs that were programmed into you. they were programmed from your parents who only knew what they knew and so forth and so forth and if you prove them to be false then you can start to work on reprogramming reframing um and and changing that mindset to that abundance and working on the subconscious mind bringing it up to the conscious so that you can kind of then change it and release it again that's again very very condensed and it's not easy i mean we've been programmed for decades right we're not going to change that in a matter of months it's going to take time but the first and foremost piece is that awareness piece
0: awesome great so i love the poking holes and proving them wrong part <laughs> what's your suggestion to pro program uh the new beliefs uh the more supportive mindset
1: well, there's different, there's definitely different things that you can do once you've poked holes and you've realized that there's, you know, your your limiting beliefs or just limiting beliefs um, as they come up in life and they will continue to come up in life. You just identify that really quickly and then you reframe and recharge uh, and change what you're saying to yourself. But there's many things you can do. I mean, there's um, everything from hypnosis to, um, you know, meditations to affirmations to visualizations. Um, there's tapping, if you've heard of tapping. Um, which is EFT, there's, um, uh, there's work to be done through RRT, which is rapid resolution therapy, um, which, which also helps you kind of get to the subconscious mind. And just acknowledging the fact that this is all underneath the iceberg, if you will, and, and that's where you can um, start to chip away at that. And again, it's a journey, it doesn't happen overnight, I'm still working on that we all I think are all works in progress. Um, I don't think anybody is truly 100% enlightened and 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 completely changed. But once you identify those those limiting beliefs, you then can change your thoughts, which then change your actions, which then change your results.
0: Awesome. Great. So we change our mind. We identify the mindset. We change the beliefs. Uh, learn about investing. What else should uh, women or everybody focus on to be financially more successful?
1: That's a great starting point. I mean, if you if you can get your mindset dialed in and, and at least start to be aware of that, um, I think being showing gratitude to to yourself and gratitude to the world is really important. Um, forgiveness, and they say you know, gratitude, being grateful and and for, for forgiving are two very important things to move forward in life, especially if you're dealing with a divorce. Um, and it's forgiveness for yourself or forgiveness for someone else. It's just getting your power back, if you if you will. And then, um, yeah, just taking control one thing at a time, taking charge of your investments, learning how to do that, because at the end of the day, nobody cares more about your money than you do, right? And so you've got to know what's happening. Even if you have a financial advisor, you want to be able to understand what's happening with your funds, with them, and you are empowered to ask the right questions. And when they're speaking to you, and if you don't understand something, you're confident enough to say, you know what, I don't understand what you just said. Can you stop Tell me in a different way. I don't understand what happened here and be confident enough to do that. I find a lot of ladies would just listen to the advisor and not necessarily speak back. And I was actually in a meeting once with the with the client. Um, so there's always two advisors on a team in, in my old company. And we were in a meeting and the other advisor that I was working with was... Um, Trying to explain what a Roth conversion was and why we were doing a Roth conversion and I could tell from her her face she had no idea what was going on she had this blank look on her face and um he was explaining it very well but he she just didn't understand it so I stopped her and I said did that make sense and she's like I have no idea what you just said so I just I slowed it down I reworded it and then I kind of reframed everything and I explained it And she's like oh, okay that makes sense I, I get that now so it's it's. I, I wish you would have said. You know what? I don't understand what you just said. You need to stop and and read. Tell me in different words what that means. Um, so I want you know my my role as a coach as well is to empower you know ladies enough to be comfortable in saying uh uh-uh, uh stop. I don't know what you said. Tell me differently, and not feeling like oh I'm so stupid. I shouldn't be asking this question. No, you absolutely should be asking the question. Hundred percent. It's your money.
0: Absolutely. Great. Thank you for for that one. Now, is that uh, if you give uh, give tips on how to select your financial advisor, is that, can he explain things in a way that I understand? Or are there any other uh, hints you could, that you can give?
1: Well, I think a lot of it is, um, first and foremost, most advisors will give you a complimentary meeting or two. And so I would definitely take advantage of that discovery meeting, they call it. And Um, intuitively enough, us us women are very intuitive. If it feels right, if it feels good, if you're asking questions and they're answering it, you know, calmly and, and, and taking their time with you and being patient, um, you know, you can make your decision pretty well. If they're trying to just push product on you and they're, it's a commission-based kind of situation, um, you know, those are concerning to me. It really should be, a situation where you're dealing with the, you know, a, a financial planner who is fee based. So they're a fiduciary and they are paid under um, assets that they manage. It's not a commission kind of based situation. Um, I would absolutely get a referral from a family or friend. If you have somebody who's using an advisor, I would reach out to to them and, and make sure that you have somebody that you, you know, feel comfortable with. Um, there are fewer, far fewer female advisors in the world than there are male advisors. Um, there are fantastic male advisors. I'm not saying anything against them. I mean, some of my most uh, treasured relationships are male advisors. Um, but if you want a female advisor, you might have to look a little harder. Um, but you absolutely should ask all those questions, have meetings with them, conversations before you make a decision. Um, and just make sure that... that uh, you know, they're they're understanding your situation and they're willing to uh, be patient with you and walk you through those things. And if they're not, you should run.
0: <laughs> That's good point, yes. Very good point. Okay, now there is, uh, there's so much information out there, right? Uh, today, if you just go on up on Google or YouTube, you can find mm-hmm. tons of information about finances and everything around money. Right. But... Yeah, how do you find what's what's actually helpful and what's just, uh, yeah, trying yeah. to get money?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, that's a really great point. There is a lot of online noise and there's, I mean, you could spend, you know, months going through YouTube videos and, and trying to decipher what's, what's true, what's not true, what's right. Um, there is some information out there that is not correct. And I've seen that, and so you have to know how to filter that out. And if you are new to investing or new to you know this this world, you won't know that it's incorrect, right? So that's why it's important to find someone that you trust and that you um, can can learn from. That you know that that is someone that's got your back. Um, I think that trying to learn from online is a is a is a is a mistake. I mean, there are certainly some tidbits you can you can gather, but. Um, It just, I mean, look at anything in life. It's like, if you don't feel well, you don't try to go to WebMD and decide what you have. You go to a doctor, let the specialist help you to decide what it is, what the diagnosis is of what your issue is, right? You have a headache and- you go on WebMD and, and suddenly you have you know a brain tumor. It's like wait a minute, no, I just have I maybe just be dehydrated. You know, it's like let's look at the reality. So um, get your diagnosis done correctly, and working with a a coach or an advisor can shortcut that you know from A to B to, to from B to Z. Um, shortcut that time frame and and help you to find that roadmap to expedite that and expedite it correctly um so i I think again both an advisor and a coach they work together um can be very beneficial in that in that path because the the online is just too overwhelming and that makes things worse because we're already overwhelmed it's like why would i go to online when i'm already feeling you know fire hosed
0: absolutely and get even more of more fire on it
1: (laughs) exactly exactly
0: oh yeah great i totally agree with you in that one well we're talking so much about other people's money How important is money for you, Patty?
1: Money is is very important to me simply because it gives me uh, choices. It gives me options in life. It gives me the option to, um, you know, do what I want, when I want, for who I want. Um, If I want to donate large sums of money, I can do that more freely. Um, If I want to do something for a family or friend member, I can do that more freely. Um, it, it, It... just gives us options in life. And it, um, you know, people sometimes you, you people think, Oh, I shouldn't love money for just the sake of loving money. No, you shouldn't just love money for the sake of loving money. It's what it does for you. What what's your why? What is it that you know, what's the emotional reason behind that piece? If it's just to acquire a new car or a bigger house or material items, that's a very quick fix. And that goes away very, very quickly. But if your why is, um, you know, I want to leave a legacy that is going to make a difference and ripple out into the into the world. Um, that's that's huge. I mean, I I left a, a position as a financial advisor with a comfortable salary and four hundred one k and medical benefits to go out on my own and have none of that right? And part of that was because I wanted to make that legacy. I wanted to make that ripple effect into the world. If I could teach a thousand women what I know, and they can then go out and teach their children and then their friends and how that goes out into that, into that world is just, you know, that gives me chills. That's just, that's just a beautiful thing. Um, so long answer to the question is, you know, money gives me choices and, and options in life.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And I think you've already answered my next question about your why. What's your purpose for money?
1: Yeah, it, it is. It is that, um, you know, my my son is uh, just got engaged and um, I'm very excited and happy for him. So, you know, part of my why is I want to, you know, bless him with with, uh, you know, things in life that, that uh, I, I just I want to, you know, do and give to him. Um, and yes, I do want to have larger sums to be able to, to donate. My, my mom has advanced dementia and I give to the Alzheimer's Association because that's near and dear to my heart. Um, my dad passed in 2020 from heart failure. And so that's a, a big piece in, of my world as well. So, um, you know, heart disease and, and that. So, you know, it, it's, it's it's those things that that I feel like I'm creating a difference in the world um, it's not about, like I said, you know, buying more things. In fact, I, I downsized my home about six or seven years ago and, and I've never been happier. I, I just, you know, it's just about simplicity now and, and creating a, a peaceful, simple life. So it's not about getting more stuff.
0: Beautiful. Thank you. Now we actually, we've talked the whole time about it. I'm going to ask you anyway, what is your best wealth building tip for our audience?
1: Uh, best wealth building tip. Um, it's hard to say one because there are so many that we've covered. Um, I would say just get, get educated and, and, and work on the mindset. Really, really focus on that mindset, getting to the bottom of it, spend some time, um, and do everything that you can to just learn and learn from the right people not from the online noise.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, great. Totally agree with you on those. Thank you so much for coming. Did we forget anything important that you would like to add?
1: Thank you so much. Um, no, I would just invite people if they want to you know, look at my program, um, they can go to uh, my website, which is pattyhandy.com. It's just Patty with an I and Handy with a Y. And then click on the Minding Her Money tab. And that's the name of my program. And uh, I do offer a complimentary 30-minute uh, consultation. And if you want to chat, we do that via Zoom. And so I'm happy to um, have that conversation and see if you know I can help and steer you in the direction if I can't.
0: Awesome. Thanks a lot. I will definitely share the link with this episode. So people go to pattyhandy.com and look at Minding Her Money. Thank you so much for coming.
1: Thank you, Florian. I really appreciate you having me. What a great conversation.
0: Absolutely. And thank you for listening. If you liked the episode, don't forget to to like and subscribe so you don't miss any of the next episodes. Have a great day and see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Money and Business Hero podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you got some value from it. Please take a moment to leave a rating or even better, a review. That helps awesome people like you to find the show and me to produce more and even better episodes. And don't forget to subscribe. If you want to get regular free tips, tools, techniques on how to build wealth and financial freedom or simply how to improve your financial life in all three pillars of financial success, join my free Money Hero Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash money hero. Find the link in the description or find out more on the website moneyheroacademy.com. See you there.